0: Hello again, and welcome back to the Life Coach Live podcast. I'm Paul Heron, and as always, I'll be joined by my co-host, Tyler Nouns. If you listened to last week's episode, you'll remember our exploration on the three powers of being. Today, we're building on that, looking at practical ways we can apply the framework to our coaching journey. Both Tyler and I will be sharing our unique perspectives and experience. So buckle up and let's get started. Well, the topic of the three powers that we spoke about last week, you know, I'm still in, in, in a lot of ways still processing, you know, what we spoke about there and it is a complete shift in just the way that I'm connecting the dots in, um, in what's required for us to be able to step out of our comfort zone and to start taking those steps towards, you know, what it is that's most important to us in slightly different ways. I had been obviously thinking about that myself. And thinking about, um, you know, the things that we need to do to allow ourselves to deal with that balance between our, you know, our emotions, our feelings, um, you know, the the resistance that gets in the way of us doing the things that we want to be doing, you know, coming back to that clear vision and knowing what it is that we are wanting to, to create, wanting to uh, move towards and working through that resistance. And, you know, I think what we spoke about last week really did help me particularly to create a bit of a sense of understanding around how this works. In the past, I have very much probably been a bit too focused on the end result and, you know, trying to work towards something external. Um, Obviously, I've been sort of managing resistance and dealing with resistance in ways that have certainly helped me to make enormous progress towards the goals that I've um, aimed my energies at and efforts at. Um, but I think this different perspective is something really interesting that we can all um, allow ourselves just to think about something, you know, from a different perspective. Often it takes us potentially looking at the same thing from different angles to really be able to understand. And what did come up for me on last Thursday when we had that initial conversation was excellent. That all sounds <laughs> Fantastic but how do, how do I apply this to my, to my vision? You know, because for me it's about understanding our vision. What we spoke about last week was understanding our vision and then working from the inside out, you know, watching and paying attention to our, our our feelings, our thoughts, and finally letting our actions act accordingly, which was, which was, which was a massive conversation. Um, But I did find myself thinking how we can, how we can apply this and, how it specifically relates back to some of the challenges that we're facing on a daily basis. And more importantly for us at the moment in this, how, you know, thinking back to where we were, where you and I were, Tyler, a couple of years ago, for example, where we had even more challenges in terms of where where do we start in terms of creating this thing that we move towards. Back two, three years ago, we were at the very, very start. And in many ways, I think taking those first few steps are, uh, in some ways, the hardest steps to take. And what I would what I sort of referred to in that conversation and what I'm really looking forward to exploring further today is how when we are at that very beginning of our journey, how we can start to use the framework that we spoke about and use what we're going to talk about today to allow us to to start taking those first steps towards what it is that we're wanting to wanting to become.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And, you know, it's a journey and a process. There's there's a lot of other coaching templates online, three steps, five steps, do this, get that, and even uh, different structures for like templates for actually conducting a, a like a one on one coaching session. And I don't know about you, Paul, but if like some of those structures, or frameworks are great. But when you actually step into a converse, a live conversation with one of your clients, there's all kinds of uh, unforeseen, unpredictable things <laughs> arising in the conversation that are off script, you know, like you can have your intention. These are all the bases I, I need to cover in this discussion. But oftentimes the conversation ends up going in a direction that is outside of the framework. OK, and. So what I'm trying to establish with this framework is that uh, it's a bigger picture framework. So it's not really into the specifics, but it's more of a the, the laws or principles that are at play in every conversation that you have as a life coach. These are all the foundational principles, right, that are often uh, not consciously recognized or understood. And so what, what I think is most beneficial for uh, a particularly a new coach starting out that's seeking to gain experience, that's seeking to gain confidence and certainty as a life coach, is to have kind of that foundational uh, ability that that gives you the support and confidence that you need to step into any conversation with any particular client. Okay. So, um, how does that sound? Does that
0: make sense? That was, that was the takeaway for me. You know, I'd even just thinking about it now I had, I had for a very long time and I still do in some ways, I'm still maybe making sense of how this affects the broader picture for me and my outlook, but, you know, thinking about thinking about what you just mentioned there in terms of a a coaching session, you know, we can go into something relatively short term, like a coaching session, whatever that might be, an hour long, 90 minutes, with a plan. And even in something such short term, we don't really have too much control over the outcome of a result. You know, so if we can't make a plan for something that only lasts an hour and it flow to our expectations, what chance or what hope do we have of you know, these five-year, 10-year visions that we have. And I think just thinking about what it is that we're needing to do and accomplish and how we go about approaching these things and how we think about these things is, is crucial. And all of my thinking up to this point has been around, you know, looking at creating that target that we want to move towards, which for me is very closely aligned to the vision that we've spoken about last week. Then it's about, you know for a very long time i was and i and i still am you know breaking that vision down into manageable pieces where we can start to start to look at you know what is that first step that we're going to start moving towards and then i was very much looking at okay let's get started and let's manage the resistance that pops up and gets in the way and that has been very effective what this way of thinking is helping me see is that there are different ways to to look at things you know this is more all right let's start internally we're kind of starting in the same place in terms of becoming really clear on what that vision is, but we're going a little bit deeper again where where we're starting very much from that internal place of you know setting ourselves up to be able to mitigate the resistance rather than manage the resistance when it comes when it when it comes when it comes up and maybe they're both valid ways of looking at um making progress towards our goals. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited to continue exploring how we can, is that, that, that that was my big takeaway from last week. It's, you know, the more we can become clear on our vision, understand our why, you know, that almost creates a sense of drive and purpose in itself that propels us towards that that vision. You know, then we can manage our thoughts of feelings, emotions, you know, get our mindset right, get our self Centered and prepared and ready to take the actions. Yes, we can still go through a process of working out exactly what needs to be done. You know, we can still do some planning, um, but a lot of the preparation has been done. Yes, we have no idea what's going to come up when we actually start taking actions, and there will still be a need to sort of manage stuff as it pops up. And maybe that will that will circle back and influence how we can do our preparation better the next time. So I, I love this. I just love that. You know, for me, it's helping me see things from different angles and, you know, that can only be uh, a positive and it can only be something that, you know, can really help us in terms of firstly figuring out what, and well, I'm going to, I'm going to go through your, <laughs> your, your, five double years and your how there in a second, but I'm going to go through it myself, but I'm, I'm going to hand back over to you, Tyler, because I'm really excited about where this conversations going to go today. Yeah.
1: Yeah. And you know, if you're really clear on your vision, then it's not a sprint. You know, it's a it's a marathon, and you have to pace yourself. And you have to, you know, the beginning of the race is different than the middle of the race, and is different than the end of the race. And um, so, <clears throat> this is kind of the the overview. And at least today, Paul, I think what I want to accomplish is at least have some context that is a little bit more concrete than some of the abstract, uh, it could have been abstract. I don't know if it was. I I think at the time when we discussed Thursday's conversation, the three powers being, I think they all made sense. But it's like taking it now and applying it. It's there's um, so this this framework here actually is really context for the conversation that we had and how we started with being. Which is who, and our vision is our why, and the how is our mission. The what is our goals, and the where and when um, we'll get into a little bit. They are they're kind of things that I added at the end. the The primary four that we discussed on Thursday uh, with being and the three powers are the who, why, how, and what. Okay, Um, so so again. Just recapping, this is the the who uh, is really our core identity. And uh, we've already there's a, a saying I, I forgot where it's posted, but it's you know the Greek philosophers uh, that are said to actually uh, have the greatest influence over today's Western thinking and attitude. Um, uh, there's a statement know thyself okay? And, and I think that now is reminded to thy own self be true to thine own self be true or something like that. And so so the whole idea is to know who and sometimes I instead of who am I, what am I? OK, but we're, we're just going to go with the who. Um, and we've already touched on that. So I'm not going to get into that. Uh, if if anyone's watching this video and wants to get into that, the They can look at the previous video, the three powers of being, and the, the first, the power source be, of being, Uh, you can refer to that video and we'll get into that. I'm going to just go through these pretty quickly, Paul. I don't want to get too deep today. It's just, I want to paint the overview picture and how it all relates to everything. Does that sound good? Yeah, sounds good, Tyler. So the next question and this relates to your vision why am i here so what is my purpose and i'm saying why uh, but the, another way of asking this question is what do i really want what do i really envision for my life uh this precious opportunity that that we have why am i here um and again so when we spoke on thursday we talked about the first power and the power of feeling, okay? So this question why am i here, it's not really something we're not in the head so much as we are in the heart where we feel. So at this place of why am i here, like we have to really get to a place where we feel it in our bone, feel it in our being. It becomes a part of our innermost core. It's it becomes who we are. There is a conviction and a certainty and a recognition and that the reason why it needs to become so deep and so uh, uh, clear is because it's so easy to get knocked off track. It's so easy, you know, to to get feedback that maybe is negative or critical and we become, you know, <laughs> defeated and we we want to give up. Um So Having that inner conviction and that strength and that vision and the certainty and clarity around that vision about why am I here? It empowers you and enables you and causes you to overcome any obstacle. You you, it, it is it's something that you are devoted to and committed to and that devotion and commitment. We want to develop the strength where it's unshakable.
0: What would you say to someone who I'm just going to throw a question at you, Tyler, hopefully you don't mind. Um, no problem. Last night we spoke about, we spoke about identity at some point and we did speak about how it, you know, particularly at the very start of this journey, you know, one of the big challenges that coaches, people have transitioning from a career that they previously had to becoming a life coach. And, you know, we've spoken about that point in time when you truly believe you're a coach and you're able to get out and start practicing coaching with that belief how can someone who is struggling with that identity of you know being a coach if I'm not a coach when will I be a coach um, you know what do I need to do do I need to go out there and do ABC to allow me to feel like I've become a coach do I need a particular qualification the person who's struggling with those thoughts how can they apply some of this? thinking to who they are and why they are um, on this journey.
1: Yeah, I think what you're talking about is more at the the head level and the action level, the thinking and the action. Uh, You know, what do I need to do? And really, those questions start arising because there's something deeper inside that's compelling you, right? And so I think it's really important to become really conscious of what that is deeper inside. Because the more aware you are, the the things about what I need to do become more obvious. It's like they kind of take care of it. It kind of takes care of itself. Like there's this, you know, this flow, if you will, or synchronicity, you know, where it just the it it almost like. It presents, the, the next step presents itself. It's almost like by magic, you're like, oh my God, this is the perfect thing for me. This feels, right. this is what I need, right? It's almost like you, it comes to you, it attract, you, It. you attract it rather than, you know, searching for it out of a place of, you know, desperation or fear or whatever. You know what I mean?
0: Does that kind of make sense? It does, yeah, and you know that was very much my line of thinking on this topic. Is that it is our fears, our doubts, our worries. You know, it's the insecurities that we're bringing about who it is that we are. And you know, another thing that comes to mind for me is, you know, whatever label we put on our profession or our job isn't really who we are at all. I wouldn't wouldn't think. You know, we are. You know, we have the ability to be able to see our our strengths, um, you know, create a vision of what we want the future to, to look like, um, you know, very much independently to the label that we're going to put on ourselves or the society is going to put on ourselves about the career choices that we make. And, um, you know, I guess my way of sort of answering that question, I guess, would be to, you know, really, I love what you said there about, you know, becoming aware, the more we can become aware about, you know, take some of these layers of insecurity off and become aware of what is truly most important to us and why, you know, I think that's what we're kind of, what we're kind of getting at there. Hopefully that answers some of the the questions that might be coming up down that line of things. Yeah.
1: And, and we talked about it, this, at this level, it's the cause. It has its own power. Like you become conscious, you become aware, you become enlivened, you become inspired, you become enthusiastic, you become open, you become receptive, you know, and, and they talk a lot about, I don't know, we've not, you and I have never talked about the the word flow, but it's like everything kind of just
0: unfolds almost effortlessly. Have you experienced that? And I I would, I would, you know, most of us can identify periods or times in our past where we have been passionate about making progress towards a vision that we've had. You know, we've, I think we've brought up when we are a child, all that type of stuff, but even as adults, there are, you know, there are periods in our life where we're excited and, you know, you know, we know that when we're in that state of flow, I love that word. I think that's awesome. Flow. Um, we're working towards something that we just can't stop thinking about. You know, we can't not do that work that's required to take us there. So. I think that's another interesting thing just to bring attention to, you know, what happens to us when we, when we do get in that, in that state and, you know, very much understanding that it is possible to rediscover what our true purpose is or keep coming back to that idea of rediscovering what our true purpose is at any point that we feel off track.
1: Yeah. And I, and I think that that's why a lot of people are struggling or suffering because they're not conscious. They haven't They have a why. They have a why. It's in your DNA. It's why you're here, right? (laughs) The whole idea is to figure it out. That's what you're here to do. Once you figure it out, now you got a guiding light, a north star, and and it's inspired in spirit, inspired from within. It comes inside of you. So instead of looking outside, start to look inward, okay? Um, And so exciting stuff, very exciting stuff. Uh, now the, the thinking mind wants to get in there. Okay. Now that I'm clear about what I want to be, what my purpose is, how on earth am I to do it? Okay. And, uh, the doing part, that's the action part that comes next. Okay. So at this level, we're in the thinking part, right? So this is the second power thinking how, okay. So this is our mission. I would say our overarching, uh, the question actually is not, how am I going to do it? How am I going to be? In order for me to fulfill this vision, how am I going to, you know, when they're, when we're kids, we ask, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? And we all, oh, I want to be an astronaut or be a doctor, whatever it is. Well, what about, I want to be happy? I want to be fulfilled. I want to be uh generous I want to be kind how do I want to? so it's like okay I I have a vision for myself but how must I be in order for that vision to get fulfilled and you know uh, it's it's interesting because this isn't really about doing again we're reverting back to being how do I want to? well I want to be happy I want to be fulfilled I want to be grateful. Regardless of what I'm doing, there's all kinds of stuff I have to do that I don't really want to do. But am I going to bitch and complain about it? Is that how I want to be? In order for me to fulfill my vision, I need to I need to rise up out of that smallness of negativity and judgment and blame. I want to be responsible. I want to be accountable. I want to be supportive. I want to be inspired. I want to be enthusiastic, okay? So uh, you know, and like this, all this entire framework, Paul. These are really, really important things. Whether you're an individual to gain clarity on for your own personal life, or you're in business, like we we spoke uh, previously about, that businesses have a vision statement and a mission statement, right? Uh, Which are usually developed by the collective of the organization through a workshop process. But how many of us? Do the process in our own life, okay? So this is foundational stuff that you know I greatly encourage all of us to consider to support us and to help us, okay? Um,
0: Paul, I love it, Tyler, and I think yeah, I really resonate with uh, everything that you just said there. Um, You know, there are so many things that come up. It's it's just reaffirming this idea of laying the foundations. You know, laying the foundations has to be done from. The ground up. You know, I love your reference back to business and the corporate world. I spent many years, you know, working on ways to influence or how to how to go back retrospectively and change elements of culture, behavior and this type of stuff. And it's really, really difficult to do. And it's the same for us. You know, I think having a think through how we want to be experiencing our time. You know, this this what resonates with me with this is, you know, this is what do we want the journey to look like? You know, it's very much closely related to our values. You know, there's the identity piece sits there as well. But it's um, you know, how do we want to be experiencing everything that we do? Because this is this is absolutely not, all right, I'm just gonna apply this to my business and my coaching. This is far beyond that. You know, why are we even trying to create a coaching business? You know, what is it that we want to give? Um, you know very closely related to how we want to go about doing the giving that we want to be doing but I think this is this is a massive thing that um you know if we can start to think of this as you know the foundational work that is going to set ourselves up to be able to achieve the success and the vision and make the progress that we're looking to make you know the more we talk about this the more clear it becomes that this is just essential work for all of us to pay attention to and to You know, start the process of laying down those foundations, but building it into our you know part of this how I guess is you know continuously building into our daily routines, into our progress, the reflective pieces required to keep updating and thinking about these questions regularly.
1: Yeah, and a lot of you know the the how here what is in between the the feeling. So this is the thinking that we spoke about the second power. So the second power is it's connected. It's connected to the first power of feeling. How do how do I want to be? What do I what do I want to to experience? Uh, And it's connected to the action, the doing. So um, what am I going to do? It's another. It's this is asking the how question at a at a physical level at the actions. What am I going to? So this is really the the cause of an effect. If I do something, it's the cause, it will have an effect, okay? Obviously, we have a vision of what the effect is that we're looking for. And so what I'm doing should be in alignment with that vision, right? And uh, this is where the goals come in, you know, and uh, a lot of the way that I think about goals, Paul, and it's, it's interesting, because you and, you and I haven't talked about sports and growing up and all that kind of stuff, but I played a lot of sports. Uh, I coached even as a kid. I coached uh, a team in New Zealand. And a lot of what a coach does is practice. It coaches you on what to practice. We need to practice this. We need to practice that. We need to practice this. So a lot of the way that I look at goals is it's a practice, you know we're we're going to practice doing certain things we're going to that's what our commitment is that's what we're um you know and those things that we practice are going to help me be what i envision that's kind of how i look at it
0: awesome <laughs> um i love it and you know i resonate with that as well you know because one of the challenges that uh, i've experienced in the past and i know a lot of others in not just coaches this is across the board people i've Many of the people I've worked with, you know, we have this mentality that we have to be doing everything that we set our mind mind to. You know, everything that we apply ourselves to, we have to be doing it perfectly. We're too scared. It's you know, we're scared to mess up. We're scared to fail. We're scared to um, put ourselves out there without knowing what the result of the action that we're going to be taking is. And I think what you just what you've just described there is, you know, if we can reframe that a little bit and You know, if we've done all of this work, if we know what it is that is, you know, who we are, what it is that is so important to us, you know, we've done that preparation work, you know, this really does become an easier next step. You know, what is it that I'm going to commit myself to doing next? What's that one thing that is going to take me a step closer to my vision? And you're ready to take action on it. You know, the, the opposite way or the more traditional way of setting goals potentially is, all right, let's start with setting the goals. You know, we don't really know how we're going to be able to proceed when we go to take action, but we're not really doing enough of the work to get ourselves prepared and ready to take the action. And I think this is just this framework is just helping helping us to be certain. We're we we're, we're, we're developing a sense of certainty from within. We still don't know what the result of a particular action is going to be when we take it, and that's not the that's not the goal. That's not the point of this, I don't think. You know, we're trying to develop a sense of certainty within ourselves that we, we know this is the next thing. We we believe it's the next thing that we need to do. It might be something we've never done before. It might be something that, you know, brings up some difficult emotions and feelings to deal with, but we still know it's the next thing we need to do. And, you know, hopefully this gives us uh, a little bit more certainty that, you know, we've got what it takes to be able to jump in and do the thing.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. Uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm excited about this now like i feel like i can talk about goals because it we understand the context for the goal okay and so we we can think of goals as action we can think of goals as a practice of doing something and learning and seeing what the outcome is seeing what the result is we're not doing it because we necessarily were attached to a particular outcome it's a little bit like a, an experiment well, let's see what happens. Oh, that's interesting. I I couldn't have foreseen that, but that this is really cool. Wow, you know. Um, and so, from a context standpoint, again, let's say we'll just use you know being a life coach as an example. So, what are the things I need to practice doing in order for my vision? As uh, whatever kind of life coach I want to be, what are some of the things that I need to practice and and what are the most important thing? Um, And that's what, you know, that's your training ground. That's how you develop mastery and that's how you learn. That's how you grow. That's how you face your resistance. That's how you overcome your fear. And and again, at that feeling level, you got to be committed because all of a sudden there's this thing that is presenting itself before you. At some level, you know you need to do it, but damn, am I nervous about it? am i am I scared about this? and so uh you know that's and and again, at this level, Paul, and you and I've faced it, we know it so well uh it's is that is your feeling of fear going to stop you? That's what it comes down to and and so to be a successful life coach, what are the things that I need to do? and you know this, this is the exciting part. Uh, and you know what? It also makes things so simple. There, it's not you don't need to do it all. There's a few things. And the way that I look at it is uh, is leveraging time and space. And there there's a doing. Uh, and just before I get into this, uh, the the doing there's also uh, our ability to do things. It's like a little bonus. Power, the power of technology, right? It it empowers our actions. We're able to do things in time and space that normally we wouldn't be able to do. For example, Paul, for you and I to have a face to face meeting prior to technology, it would be really time consuming and expensive because you're in Ireland and I'm on the west coast of Canada. We actually would never have met through it without the aid of technology. Absolutely. So this when and where, this time and space, we want to leverage it by embracing technology. So that's part of our doing. Uh, that's part of, and I mean, to me, I'm not, we're not even going to touch on on, on some of that stuff, but that's really what our, our training and our program is built around, is getting uh, aspiring life coaches to be practicing doing certain things. And technology is definitely a part of it. Um, and, you know, just to get a, a little bit more uh, abstract and philosophical here with the time and space. I, uh, we're, we're talking about uh, time and space is the here and now. We're going to do it here and now. We're going to be here and we're going to face our resistance here and now. And, uh, you know, I think of I think of time as infinite. And I think of space, I think of time as eternal, and I think of space as infinite. Uh, that's just a little exclamation mark. Uh, I'm, a, I'm a bit of a, a philosophy uh, metaphysical buff. So, uh, uh, and, and it's really, you know, I think the importance of the time and space, what I'm talking about the here and now, is that when we look at it from a more philosophical viewpoint, it frees us up. You know, how much, how many of us are stressed because of time? I don't have time for this. You know, uh, you know, they don't have this a space. I can't do this now. We're holding space for B, fulfill our vision. We need to create the time and space to make the when and the where a priority and it needs to be consistent it needs to be regular and again that's why we go through the early steps of our vision and our purpose and our mission and our identity because we need to make these principles a priority and and we make them a priority in the here and now
0: in time and space and we plan for Yep i think one of the biggest challenges that we have is going to this first you know we're exposed to so much information we are bombarded every single day our social media feeds just distract us all day long there is no shortage of different things that we could be doing but i think going through this whole process identifying the previous step around goals you know what is most important for us to be doing you know what actually is going to take us steps closer towards the vision that we're trying to create you know and i think once we can get once we go through those steps once we identify what it is that we need to be spending our time practicing and embarking on, you know, that almost allows us to, you know, by saying yes to the the set of tasks that we are going to commit ourselves to doing, we're almost acknowledging that we're saying no to everything else that's around us that has the potential to distract us. And it's really difficult to get to that place of being able to identify what it is that we need to be doing without, without fears and doubts about, you know, am I doing the right thing or the wrong thing? Or, you know, I can see this person over here, you know, why are they doing this? You know, I should be, you know, we've got the potential to be distracted the vast majority of our time. I think this framework is a really fantastic way for us to be able to gain some clarity on what's important you know and what's important for now. You know, here and now is all I have. You know, the activities that I'm going to do next, today, you know, right now is all I've got, all I've got scope for to do today. And is that going to take me a step closer or am I going to allow the distractions that are happening and are happening around me to take over and get in the way? Or am I going to allow my fears and worries and doubts get in the way? Um, I I think this is huge and I think this just ties it all together because, you know, we might identify some milestones along the way that need to be sort of ticked off for us to get to that vision. And I think that's that's awesome to sort of break it down into manageable chunks, but we don't need to be focusing on each and every one of them now. You know, in this moment, we've only got to be looking at the first step. And I think if we can get, if we can do that, then, you know, once we get ourselves started, then we're no longer sitting at the start anymore. We're in motion where we're able to sort of apply some reflection. We're able to, you know, build momentum. Which is huge.
1: Yeah. So these are the These five W and the and the H, the how are. This is the bridge that we all have to cross. We have to go through this journey in order to get to that thing inside of us that inspires us. That this is the journey we have to go through. We can't. You can't not go through it. Um. Do, is this.
0: I think, you, I think you can go through it unconsciously or you can go through it or you can choose to go through it consciously. But one way or the other, if you want to get to your vision and create your vision. That's a better way to
1: say it. Yeah. The more conscious we be, can become of it, the better, the more impact and the more power empowered we are, the more clarity, you know, it's we're taking responsibility rather than being at the effect of some other cause. So just to Wrap up, Paul. I I don't have much else to add to this. Is does this add to I, I remember when we started this conversation, we were talking about how to apply this these principles.
0: Is this helping paint the picture a bit better? Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And you know, it just reinforces the value in the in that talk we had last Thursday. Three powers. If you're if anyone's listening and wants to go back to that, three powers um of being you know that was the underlying uh, framework and this this does paint the picture of how you can work through that process still at a really still at a really high level um you know there there is so much that we could do to explore this topic in in much much more detail and hopefully we get the chance to do that over the next little while well what i hope we get the chance
1: to do is to work with people in a group coaching environment to go through this process and to to address these really important questions that we all you know really we we are really seeking to know the answers to, and we need to be conscious, as you say, uh, we need to be conscious of the question and clear about the answer, conscious about so. Uh, and this is a process. This is something that uh, you know you can spend a long time on, and I think you and I would love to be able to uh, take. A a group through this process over, over a year time, uh, to do some type of a year program. And where we uh where we get to practice uh some of the goals that we identify and uh where we get to support each other and uh support each other in in asking the questions and answering the questions and sharing the questions with others so that you are hearing yourself say. It. You know, it's just not an internal conversation you're having. You're actually putting it out into the world. And that's a really important step to take. And at first, you need to have the space and the support and the safety to be able to do it. You know, some some of the, I was listening to a talk the other day where somebody shared that the question, who am I, scared the shit out of them. Right. And uh, I mean, there's, there's reasons for that, which we're not going to get into, but. Um, anyways, I think we've I've said enough, Paul. Uh, I I appreciate you uh, being here again with me to discuss this stuff, and uh, I think we're on for next Tuesday. Absolutely, yeah. Looking forward to that again. Yeah, excellent. Well, thanks uh, for checking us out again today, and uh, look forward to continuing the conversation with you next week on Tuesday and Thursday. Bye for now.
0: Thank you for joining us for another insightful conversation. Remember, these discussions are recorded live every Tuesday and Thursday over on our Facebook page. We'd like to invite you to be part of the experience, to engage with us and to contribute to the conversation. You can find a link to the Facebook page below in the show notes. Until next time, keep growing, keep learning and keep transforming lives, starting with your own. Bye for now.